Podcast City Network. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. A shot of entertainment to the head. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the entertainment. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Everett Lee Show podcast. I am Everett Lee. Quick shout out to all my followers on Twitter. You can follow me at the Everett underscore Lee, Facebook.com slash the Everett Lee. Click that thumbs up. And of course, podcastcity.net, the official host of the Everett Lee Show. Well, two in a row, man. Who would have thought I would have hit two Everett Lee Show podcasts this week? And this is a good special podcast tonight because I have two great guests on, and my co-host from ELS Uncut, which you catch on Friday nights. Joining me on the program tonight is none other than David C. Russell of Deathmatch Russell Podcast. How you doing, David? I'm doing pretty good, Everett. How you doing tonight? I'm great, man. I'm just hanging in there, man. Just one one hell of a week. I know. It's been busy, busy, busy. Let's let's get to our guests tonight and see how they're doing tonight. Exactly. uh, Exactly. Let's get to the show. Yeah, we'll do it. We will do it, David. We will we will fire it up. You're ready. I'm ready. So let's do this. Let's let's, let's drop some elbows tonight. How about that? <laughs> Sounds great, brother. Tonight, joining us on the program is EHF Tag Team, Wrestling Tag Team, Big Facts. Please welcome to the program, Jason Page and Eli Shelton. How you guys doing tonight? Not too bad. How are you? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, hey guys. How you doing tonight as well? Oh, not too shabby. Thanks for having us, guys. <laughs> Great night. Happy Great. to be here, man. Awesome. Awesome. I, I'd say night. you guys are having a really night. good night gonna, because night. we uh, we caught that video that Damien Saint, your manager, put up on his uh, – on his Facebook page, you there promoting your upcoming event, which we'll get to here in a little while. I just wanted to say that was great. I loved it. <laughs> Me and David yeah, enjoyed that. We appreciate that. We yeah. try to make sure everything we do is outside the box and something totally yeah. different from the norm. So mm-hmm. figured we'd go with something like that. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. I mean, you have yeah. to. You have to. You put content out there, and you have to go outside the box sometimes to get people to notice, which is fucking awesome. Now, mm-hmm. wanted to start off with some questions here with you guys. Um, any any one of you guys can uh, nab this one here. Where did uh, you guys grow up at? Well, we actually, <clears throat> I used to be best friends with, uh, Eli or Mark, whichever he'd prefer to go by. Uh, I grew up with his brother and we lived, uh, the back of my house was pretty much to the back of his house. So we grew up in Lambertville, Michigan, which is about five minutes from Toledo. And, uh, his brother, uh, he's a big supporter of us. Uh, if you're listening, uh, he got really weird into Ghostbusters. Uh, still love him, though. <laughs> and uh, Eli ended up uh, staying into wrestling. I ended up showing them, like, you know, WWE and TNA and all these different variety of wrestling. And right. mm-hmm. Eli stuck in it with me. And we've, we've just, we've pretty much grown up with each other. Turned yeah. us into a, pa- turned what we love watching into a passion we love doing. And that was that was a goal that we always wanted. And when adulthood hit, you, you kind of think like, Oh man, it's life. But then we thought, you know, let's go out and let's try to make wrestling our life. So that's what we're doing right now. And um, right now with how young we are and I'd say how hungry we are, I'm, I'm loving it. Awesome. Awesome. I could I could definitely definitely tell by the footage that I watched with uh, Jason that I caught on YouTube and I could tell and just you guys love it and you're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. 
and you're proud of what you do. And that's what we like. And, you know, young talent, you know, we see that all the time here. I'm on the East coast at the Jersey shore. So, you know, I see a lot of local indie promotions around the area and elsewhere too. And you know what, just keep on doing what you're doing guys and be seen. Thanks, For sure. Uh, yeah, it's, it's different because, you know, uh, in normal, you know, like say normal society, everybody wants to fit in and be like a regular, you know, have a, you know, go to college, get a degree and, uh, you know, have a normal job and not everybody can go out and attack a dream and turn a dream into a reality really. So that's just kind of what we're doing. We're trying to take a different route in life and simply make a dream a reality. Exactly. 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 All right, guys. Uh, <clears throat> where? Did, at what age did you uh, get into wrestling? You can go first, young yin. <laughs> <laughs> I would. When I when I first started, it was I was years old. Just a just a little lad um jason ended up coming over to our house and he's like hey i gotta show you guys something really cool and it was uh friday night smackdown i remember it very well oh, i re yeah. i remember uh, it was in the middle of the mr kennedy undertaker feud uh-huh they were going at it oh yeah <laughs> just before just before mania 23 <laughs> oh yeah i remember yeah. Mania 23 <clears throat> Yeah, the first time uh, Eli ended up seeing Kane, I think he about shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, I saw The Undertaker and thought he was the coolest thing on earth. But Kane scared me to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was that, I'm trying to remember now, was that when he, he didn't have the mask, right? No, this was, okay. this was well after. This was... Yeah. Um, I think he wasn't he feuding with MVP at this time. Yeah, this was the bald, bald Kane, no mask. Oh uh, yeah, 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 the see no evil Kane. I remember that man. Yeah, yeah. see no evil Kane. That that was oh, it was right around that time. Yeah, but <clears throat> Eli, you wrestled uh, like actual like wrestle, wrestle, wrestle like yeah. I, I ended up doing a little bit of that when I was like six and. Didn't quite understand that uh, that wrestling was different from uh, pro wrestling in my first ever wrestling meet, and uh, <laughs> ended up clocking a kid <laughs> and uh, instant disqualification. And I was like, "What did I do wrong? I see that all the time on TV." And my wrestling coach goes, "No, this is not that type of wrestling." I was like, "What is this?" Oops. <laughs> Whoops. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you're like other other people who who grew up doing wrestling in in school, seeing what mm -hmm. was going on in WWE on TV and you're like, you know what, if they could you know, you figured you put two and two together, you were gonna do it and you're gonna try something. And the end result was not <laughs> Not what you expected. <laughs> no, it, it reminds me of like the, the the one episode of South Park when they ended up doing that. South <laughs> Park. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I remember that episode. That was that was fantastic. Right? Oh, I love I love that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I never did. I never did amateur wrestling myself, but. If I did, I imagine I'd try to get somebody up for Tombstone or some shit, so I stayed away. <laughs> but professionally, uh, Eli got into it at uh, 18, right? 18, 17. 17. 17. Yeah. 17. I got into it when I was 20. Yeah. Yeah. I did check out some of the, uh, on your on your profile there on Facebook there, Eli, with the uh, Mm -hmm. your uh wrestling and that's that's pretty cool that, that's pretty neat uh starting out and wrestling through through you wrestled through high school right uh no yeah, uh just middle school, school i ended up transferring schools and uh they didn't have it in high school i did it when i was like really little okay. but then once i got towards high school i started playing more football uh -huh. and that was fun because you know you get to hit people it was an excuse to go out and Whap somebody, and that that was always fun to me. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. 
Dilly old refrigerator Perry. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now, training, training in uh, in Ohio, up there at Northwest Ohio Wrestling, or mm-hmm. actually, did you? What was it like training with? If uh, correct me if I'm wrong, saying this name here, uh, famous Ames or famous? Uh, what was it like? Training? Famous Ames. Yeah. Yes. He's, uh... He was a guy that we met through our buddy Hayden because our friend Hayden lived in Coloma, Michigan, which was the same town uh, Ames grew up in. Uh-huh. And we met through there, and we had found out that he was a professional wrestler. We are like, hey, we're interested in getting started. So he said, hey, come on down. I'm doing a seminar at EHF in South Bend. Uh-huh. And we ended up doing the seminar, and after that, Ames pulled us aside and was like, hey, um... I want to start training you guys. And of course, you know, the way most things in life goes, it's like, what, what's, what's the price? And he straight up goes, nope, no fee. I'll train you guys for free. I, I, I love the potential that you guys have. Just follow me everywhere I go. And I will train you guys before every show. We'll do this. We'll do that. You'll end up learning along the way. And that's really how we got started. And, it really gave us a, a good base to start off. Right. And I I can't thank Ames enough for it. He he gave us he gave us our start in this business and for that I am forever grateful. Nice. Nice. So what what was it uh did he did he put you did he re- put you through the ringer? Did he really like you know like the stuff you had to learn in the ring? Um, the Take the basics bumps. and stuff, the bumps and stuff. Mm-hmm. How was it like taking your first bump in a wrestling ring? <laughs> <laughs> I got a nail bone. Let's just say it's it's not what you would think. You're just like, oh yeah, you know they got padding. You right. know, because everyone's like, oh, it's fake, this and that. And then you take that bump and you're like, I want to see everyone who calls this fake do this right <laughs> now. <laughs> now, Eli, with with your football, okay, I, mm-hmm. I've heard stories where football players is like, oh, yeah, I could do wrestling. I could do that. And as soon as they get in the ring, they take their first bump. And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're not going. Well, you're not going into the ring with full football pads and just because I'm sure if I bumped in football pads, I wouldn't feel a thing. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is. It, it is totally different. Like, like yeah, phys, football has that crazy physicality, but with pro wrestling, it it just takes this. A, you got to have the persona. B, you, you got to have the. Uh, you got to be in shape because. If right. you're totally out of shape, you're going to get blown up from the lockup. <laughs> and, yeah. And that it's just, it's two separate things, but two similar things. Cause they're both very physical and they both take a lot out of you. And you have to be very, you have to have a lot of lung capacity because right. you play four quarters in a football game and say wrestle a 15 minute match all continuously it, it takes a lot on you oh yeah yeah it i'd say definitely like with the flip flip into fo- football by the way let's uh what, what teams do you guys like <laughs> we, we talk in uh college or nfl nfl college both all right well his eli's nfl team is very sad and my college team uh is really good and then gets really sad at the very last game of the year Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. My my college team is the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, until that last game against the Buckeyes, you know everything's okay. But mm-hmm. that last game of the year really really ruins me. But my NFL team, we go Denver Broncos. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hey. I'm I'm a Detroit Lions fan. Uh, it is it is one of the toughest things I've ever done, and I, I've. It, it's left me with this, and it's that, ladies, if you want to find yourself a good man, you marry a Lions fan. We're as loyal as they come. 
How many times do the Lions screw us over and ruin our lives? A lot. Every we, damn year. <laughs> every damn year. And we come back and still cheer them on because we think they're going to win the Super Bowl at some point. The Cubs won the World Series. Why can't we win the Super Bowl? And right. for college, it's a lot happier. It's Notre Dame. Oh, nice, nice. Chris Carnage, mm-hmm. he's uh, part of the Podcast City Network, and he does Chris Carnage Show, and his alter ego does Final Score, which is the new uh, sports podcast on Podcast City Network. Chris Carnage is a Notre Dame fan, a fan, excuse me. And Good. myself, myself for college, I, I watch more college. Well, I try to when I'm not, you know, being a father with chasing my daughter around and stuff but when uh when i'm able to sit down and watch um i lived up in uh, tennessee for about 11 years so i'm a uh, ut fan <laughs> volunteers yep t-o-l yep <laughs> yep like someone mentioned that UT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. someone mentioned they're like they're like yeah you, you got uh ut got their ass kicked by bama i was like well you know what at least we went down fighting we went down fighting. We didn't just sit there Doesn't and let them. Everybody get whooped by Bama, though. I know, I know. It's like, what the hell? What what the hell is Alabama? What the hell are they feeding their players, man? Are they feeding them what what shit? Are they fucking feeding them, you know? <laughs> that Saban stuff. That, that guy. You're gonna you're probably gonna. Well, I'm a uh, like. Uh, it's hard for me to say. Like, I'll say Notre Dame. I'm gonna pick them because I my uncle really. Bought was then big time. He's actually gone to a lot of the games. And also, but I am a fan of the uh, Denver Broncos. And also, yeah, there you go. And I followed the Eagles, but yeah, we won't all boo. Yeah, you, you know, whatever. But it's all good, you know? It's all good. Football's football. Yeah. I I could watch any football game unless it's like, if you were to put the 08 Lions and the 16 Browns against each other, I probably would not watch that because that would be a disgrace to the sport. I would. <laughs> see how bad it could be. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, football football is really interesting. I mean, what what's going on this year with the uh, college yeah. and and with the Giants, NFL and the stuff and everything. Giants, I'm hating them. Sorry, but <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's been a depressing year again for the for the Lions. Not surprised, but right. Maybe maybe we'll uh, get a good draft pick, but I've said that for many years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I all mean, right, guys. All right, guys. When did you debut for EHF Entertainment? Uh, we debuted on March sixteenth of. This year, this year, right? Yeah, it was this yeah. past year. <clears throat> yeah, it was a uh, Niles show. It was a fundraiser, I believe, for Niles High School for the prom, right? Which is actually a day before my birthday, so it was like, this is kind of cool because I get my first official professional wrestling match, and then by the time I get home, it's going to be my birthday. So <laughs> Nice. It was like an early birthday Badass. present, and I ended up picking up the win, so... Happy birthday. Yeah, I, I did not. I, I lost. <laughs> you know, lucky me. <laughs> now, what uh, what was your debut matches like in uh, e- EHF uh, for you, Jason, and Eli? Um, well, mine, it was, it was a little scary because you're like, there's... Cause, when we went out there, debut match, it was the, it was also the attendance record for EHF, over 400 people. And so going out there, you're like, holy crap, there are so many people. This is a mature audience, buddy. You can say shit. <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. Well, I'm trying to pick and choose my swear words, Mr. <laughs> Sailor. <laughs> Jesus. This is like the first time I've ever held back swearing. Usually I'm the one to spit out a swear word every other word. But um fu- funny story for our debut is we were we were doing Ames Army. Uh-huh. At the Nile show. And uh 
we had we had the meeting and we were told this was a PG show, which is untraditional <laughs> for EHF. Right. The opening match was Ames versus Saddam for the EHF title. Uh-huh. And we ended up doing the Ames Army thing, and we all know how Ames' gimmick is. The the dancing on people, very sexual. <laughs> uh, so we go out, we do Ames Army, we're dancing and stuff, we're doing our crazy thing, and this lady comes out, and she starts dancing with us. Oh, so man. we think, ah, fan interaction time. Let, let's, let's have some fun with the fans. Start dancing with her. Right. She takes off her jacket, and I'm like, oh. Kind of gross. <laughs> she's really feeling it, so and she, she's really excited. Yeah. And this is the first match of the show. Uh huh. PG in a high school, and after taking off her jacket, proceeds to take off her shirt. Now she's in her oh, bra. No. And now, oh and now we we stop everything we're doing. We're just staring, <laughs> and then unhook the bra and security. Oh dramatic, no! Dramatic pause. Like Jerry Lawler would say, "Puppies, <laughs> puppies, puppies, puppies!" Oh yeah, and you know, we we saw nipple and everything, and oh, it was just oh man, she looked like she was melting. She looked like she was <laughs> milfing. Yes, it oh. looked like she was melting. It, she she had like the her skin was just. <laughs> Oh it, was, it was a pleasant sight to see, oh, but melting. that's also yeah. the first ever. That's also the first ever time we ever had our debuts yeah. in professional wrestling. So, <laughs> getting told that this is a PG show because it's held at a high school and it's a fundraiser, and we're trying to make a good impression on the parents, and the first thing yeah. they see with their little children is some oh, druggie no. stripping naked for the whole crowd to see. And then funny story after uh, about midway through the show, uh, uh -huh. security escorted her out. Obviously, after she started stripping. Oh yeah. Uh, we found her, we found her in the U-Haul that we were hauling the ring in, and she was oh. waiting for the Ames Army. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh my god! You know what? I got a soundboard, and I definitely, I definitely got to play this right here for you guys. You'll get a kick out of this here. <laughs> All right. Since the Here we go. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Were you guys like? Oh my God! What the fuck he says? <laughs> yeah. There's. A I'll have to. I'll have to send you guys the picture. But there's a picture of me because there's pictures of this happening. Oh my they have God. pictures of all of it as it happened, and there's a picture of me, totally shock faced. Like I am in absolute disbelief of what's going on, and I'm and like, jaw hit the floor. At like, what's going could on? Could you imagine if that? Could if you imagine if that hit like TMZ or like one of those like like virtual videos on YouTube? You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god. god. Oh my god, man. Oh my god. Was she basically like well, it's on every day, all day. <laughs> for the Ames Army? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh she was really it's not like it was uh you know a good sight either. It looked like you cranked the temperature to a thousand degrees and she like was a, melting. Oh <laughs> was, my god. It was like a uh what what are those called? Those uh, those little the wax. It looked like a wax museum was in a desert. Looked like something from the House of Wax from Vincent Price. Did it, it look yeah. like something like that? <laughs> oh or man, two stars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was uh, disturbing to say the least. Oh but man, that was our first memory of wrestling, and we're like, well. <laughs> Welcome to the business. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's the real deal. That's the deal. <laughs> oh, damn. Now, I want to I want to ask a little bit more about uh Northwest Ohio wrestling. Um just mm -hmm. being there before you uh got to EHF. How how was that? How was how was the doing that right there with the uh, Northwest Ohio wrestling training and having uh matches? 
the guys at Northwest Ohio Wrestling are they they really put a lot of guidance on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody looks out for each other, which I love. Right. Uh, the training there is absolutely no joke. <laughs> uh, I thought I was in really good shape. You know, I work out every day. And then Chris Chambers and, comes in with this absolutely ridiculous workout, and you're like, hey. <laughs> Can't walk. Yeah, I've I've burned muscles I never knew I even had. Yeah, and uh, to say the least, you know, you when whenever uh, Eli and myself, whenever we go out to the ring and we have our tag team match, the second you know our match is over and we walk in the back, there's about five, six, seven, eight vets waiting for us to tell us, you know, what we're doing really well, what we need to work on, and Right. how we can fix certain things. So everybody over there is uh, really influential to mm-hmm. us. And the best thing about it is when they tell you to go and work on that stuff, you go into training uh, to start off the week, and there they are to help you with it. And that's that's another thing you can really appreciate is they're looking out for you because they know the potential that a person has. And it's it really – because – it's hard to explain, but it just, it feels like a family mm-hmm. and I just love it. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course, man. I mean, you, uh, you're, you're there with, uh, with people. You, you're basically, you, you're in a group with of people that have the same passion as you do. You have love for the business and it, it's good to be around that. And, uh, just being around veterans and, uh, you know, trainers that basically want to give you the right guidance and put you in the right direction. And that's, I mean, what more can you ask for, you know? Right, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> it was, I, I got I just love all the guys over at NOW. You got Chambers, Dre Jacobs, JJ Castillo, Colt Daniels, uh, Alex yeah. Jordan. Alex Weir, Alan Graves. Yeah, they're they're all they all look out for us. Indie Card Mafia. Yeah, they're I love those guys. Nice, nice. Oh man, we're gonna have to. Uh, you guys are gonna have to get us those guys on here eventually. Down the line, we'll uh, work some podcasting with them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Eminon and Brewington are just they're <laughs> they're awesome. Yeah, they're they're good people. That's awesome. That is all right. I'm going to bring this to the next question, guys, right now. How how did you come to meet Damien Saint? Yeah, how did that come about? I'm I'm interested in that right there. We've known Damien for quite a while, and uh, David's and I, known and, him longer than me. And, yeah, actually, I met actually I met Damien at a at a, at a actually he came, I was in Chicago for uh, freelance underground, and my local company was there, Game Changer Wrestling, and Frank uh, Damien came out to the show. I was like, come on, come out, meet me, hang out, you know? He enjoyed it. It was a really fun night. Oh, yeah, Damien's a freaking hoot. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. when we went when we went for a seminar uh, that Ames was hosting, uh, Damien was sitting uh, ringside just kind of watching the people that came in. And Ames pointed at Damien, and Damien came in the ring, and he said, this guy right here, pointing to Damien, uh, is one of the best at giving a promo. And uh, so Damien just kind of cut a shoot promo. And he Damien really plugged into our minds. You know, when you cut a promo, you want to say, like, where it's at, what the date is, what time. And so Damien really helped us maybe indirectly because we didn't really – we didn't know him and we didn't really ask, but like it, it's just stuff we picked up on mm-hmm. that he kept doing. So yeah, Damien helped us with our promo work a lot. And when we do our tag team gimmick in NOW, uh, our promos really have a tendency to blow up <laughs> just because of how goofy we are. We try to make everybody laugh, but at the same time convey a message that we're going to be there. And make it so entertaining that they want to come out and watch us live and that that's the entire goal is we want to make it entertaining to where everyone wants to see it but entertaining enough to get the people out to the shows right yeah. right 
that's always that's always good. I mean, yeah, you do, mm-hmm. you definitely do, and yeah, Damien is just he he's Damien's, great. He's he's a character. He's out there, and actually, he I I remember the time he was telling me about the time that he was got in the ring unexpectedly for a tag match, like he got involved in the tag match. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah. yeah, that that was one of the EHF shows. Yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, because uh, Adam, he was just like. Mm-hmm. Damien, where are you going? You're in a tag match, and yeah. it, it was great because it, the way the way Damien acted in the ring, uh-huh. it, it was like it's like remember whenever Paul Heyman would be in matches, yeah, and like yeah. he he'd wait for that opportunity, but like most of the time he's running away. Uh huh. <laughs> that was Damien. Damien, Damien <laughs> did it in his own way to where it was really entertaining. Right. Right. And. I remember when we when I first found out that in NOW we were going to be paired with Damien, I was listening to him and JJ Castillo having a conversation, and he goes, hey, I got a tag team you can manage. Yeah, what's their names? And he goes, their name is Big Facts. And that, at that moment, I walked by, and I stopped, and I was like, Damien! He goes, don't tell me it's with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shit, man. No. <laughs> yeah, Damien, Damien is always his famous saying, you know, his famous saying, you're adopted. You're adopted. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. The, first time, the first time we ever seen him uh, yeah. work as a manager, he walked up to the kid in front of us that was booing him and told him, your parents don't care about you, kid. Go play in traffic because you're adopted. <laughs> And we like we looked at each other and we were like, "What the hell did this guy just say?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's That's... perfect. It's perfect for what he does. You know, it's great. It it's is good. Good, good catchphrase. And I mean, yeah, people, the face is an expression of the grandmas and the parents. You know what I mean? The crowd, you're probably like, Cut. they're all cracking up. Like, yeah, huh? <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. Damien really helped us a lot with. Uh, our ability to think outside the box, especially for our promos. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Adam Graves helped out a lot too. Yeah, with uh, some promo ideas, and I, I, I just, I just, it's, it's always fun when it's time to record our promo. It's never like, oh hey, we got to record our promo for uh, the next upcoming show. It's like, dude, you ready for this promo? Let's do this. We're always brain we're always brainstorming ideas every time we're hanging out. We're driving to the gym. Right. Have these ideas for a certain promo. And, and I remember for the most recent one because <laughs> the tag team we're facing is no coast. So I'm like, how how can we figure out a way to twist no coast into something totally goofy? Yeah. And it went from us going to be staring at a wall to me being in the bathtub with like <laughs> Hand and goggles so, on. Seven <laughs> Eleven cup. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that was great. Yeah. That was that was great. That was the what I mentioned earlier. Me and David when uh, before that. we were getting ready tonight and noticed uh, D- David was telling me. He said, "Did you see the like, the video they put up good. there?" And I was like, "What this video?" And he's like, "Yeah, he's like, this is great." So I went over there. I checked out your guys' page, and I was going through, and I was like, are you sure I'm not seeing it? And he says, no, uh, it was Damien. I said, okay. So I I punched in Damien there, and I scrolled down. I looked and watched it there, and I watched David watch it with me, and it was it was. It's fucking great. I was I was laughing. I'm like, I was like I was entertained, and uh, you got my attention, and it was it was great. You got your point across, and what what you wanted to do, what you needed to do, and I couldn't ask for more. If I was like, yeah, you got my attention now. You definitely got my attention. <laughs> do I have everybody's attention? <laughs> that's like that's like you are gonna like, watch this promo and you are gonna like it <laughs> yeah that's, basically yeah. If, you guys go, if you guys have a chance go go back and watch uh everett lee's show because he says this one character that his name is the menace go ahead tell him about that that's funny yeah <laughs> All right, since you put me on the spot here, David, okay? Yeah. Of course, David always has to put me on the spot here. And uh, I, 
Now I know why I don't have you on the release show. I got you on ELS Uncut now. <laughs> I got to rib you, David. You put me on the spot. I know. But I'm used to it. I'm accustomed to it. Okay. Yeah. I, I have the menace. This guy comes in and he wrecks my show. He jumps my guest. He knocks him out with ring bills. He he jumped Chris Carnage from behind when we were doing a, a draft back in the day. We did Draft Tuesday. And... I had him over for that, and he calls in. The menace calls in. He said he's going to whip Chris Carnage's ass. We're like, yeah, right. And in the middle of doing a podcast, this guy comes busting in and blazing glory, freaking knocks his ass out, busts my table, hits him in the head with the ring bell, and then another uh, wrestler here in uh, Florida, the Renegade, comes running in, and they're whipping each other's ass. And uh, right in my studio, I'm like, what the fuck? Tore up my studio. <laughs> I, I, then, I just, uh, then to close out, he gets a surprise call, right, and comes to your house. <laughs> oh yeah, the hundred episode. Yeah, the hundred episode. He he calls me up and he has a gift for me. Okay, cool. Doorbell rings. I go answer it, and then there he is with the ring bell, and he knocks me out with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you can check this out on the uh, on the Everett yeah. Lee Show. Uh, facebook page there in the video section if if you don't find it there head over to podcast city network facebook page and look in the video section we could always get it, we could always get it yeah. right to you guys or you yeah you'll, you'll be able to see it right there in those two two spots there but mm-hmm. since uh, since you guys were talking about tag teams and uh, one one thing wanting to know is how did Jason Page and Eli Sheldon become a tag team? Was it something like how Steve Austin, when he talked about with him and uh, Brian Pillman, the Hollywood Blondes, were just like, hey, we're going to mm-hmm. be a tag team. And it's like, what? We're going to be a tag team? Hold up here. No one told me. They got the last notice. But how'd that come about, you guys becoming a tag team? Well... Of course, with us growing up together, we always had the idea of, oh, we're going to go into wrestling together, we're going to do this, we're going to be great, and then originally, we came in as singles, and then we get paired up into Ames Army, Yes. and then Ames Army splits, and we're like, hmm, we need to, we need to figure something out, we need to figure out something new, something fresh, and right. so, we were told when we were going to NOW, that they were going to be doing Jason Page and Mark Williams into a tag team together because mm-hmm. at other places like EHF um, and other, say, like there was like PWK and some other places, we would be rivals. Right. And yeah. so then it became something totally new. And now we're like, oh, now we're going to be a tag team. And we spent all this time trying to figure out a name forever. Because we can never figure it out. We're like, oh, what's a name? And I was like, I don't want it, be, it to be something basic like, oh, say, the, the bad guys. Or the, something, something like that, you know? Right, and right. And we, we were thinking forever, and, you know, we thought Vicious and Delicious, but that was a branch of the NWO, so we're like, nope. Um, <laughs> you don't want to cease and this. Uh, yeah, I brought it up to our boss, and... Uh, he goes, oh, you guys should have, like, a rhyme. Like, you guys work out all the time, and, I mean, you guys look good. So what about, like, Twisted Steel and Sex Appeal? <laughs> so I was like, you know, we, we could take that and run with it, but if we go to a PG show, I don't know if they're going to approve of that. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> our friend group, um, anytime we say something like, if it's a nice sunny summer day and one of us are like, wow, that sun's really bright. You know, that's a big fact. So I looked, I looked at Eli as we were going to the gym and I was like, you know what? I was like, let's just, let's just stick to what we know and uh, what we say literally every day. Let's just call ourselves big facts and we can even throw a hashtag and be fancy. So that's how, that's how that all became. Um, Normally, we work uh, as rivals pretty much anywhere else. Like EHF, uh, I go by the future moniker. He goes by the Army of One. uh, And we have our little rivalry there. And then uh, at NOW, uh, Robert Lopez, he said, uh, 
you know, you guys are like ironically similar with your sense of humor and that's just growing up with each other and, you know, learning, learning each other's sense of humor. And we were like, yeah, you know, we've grown up with each other. And he's like, how would you guys like to try becoming a tag team for NOW? And so we gave it a shot and Mm -hmm. now we have a number one contendership. So, I mean, we're making strides and we got, we got the fans behind us. And that's all we could really ask for. And at first, when we, when we first presented big facts and that was our name, everyone looked at us and was like, that's the dumbest name I've ever heard. And (laughs) after like three shows, Everyone backstage, anytime something is said, I will hear in the distance big facts. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> Did you just say that name was dumb? Now you're speaking it? But it also, it makes me smile because we right. have something that people can remember. Yeah. It's something so simple that when you hear our music hit, you're like, it's big facts. You're, it's not like, oh, what's that tag team name? What's that tag team name? You remember it right away. And that, exactly. that's also key. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not something so simple that it's basic, but it's also not too complicated. It's right at that perfect spot where everyone can remember it. And you right. know it can be original because, I mean, I, I haven't heard of any other team named Big Facts. Yeah. No. It, it's simple, but it's original by us, so... Yeah. We just decided to keep it and run with it. Of course, of course. It's like it's like uh, if you look at the tag team with uh, the New Day when they put Xavier Woods, Biggie, and and uh, Xavier uh, Kofi Kingston together. They had three guys they weren't really doing much with there, and they stuck them all together, and they came up with the name New Day. When I first heard New, New Day, I was like, New Day? What the hell yeah, is, is this? this? Crap? Yeah, what the hell is, what the fuck is this, man? And then <laughs> as time went on, because, you know, no one, no one liked New Day when they first debuted. No one did. No, and, I remember everyone hated them. Yeah, everyone hated him, but as time went on, they grew. They actually grew on you, and you became a fan, and you enjoyed them because it's just it's one of those things that takes time. And uh, when when you te- when you tell me that with with your name, of course, it's now now it's starting to catch on, and people exactly. starting to like it, and they know it, and it your name sticks out, and that's I well, I it's, it's sticking out tonight. Sticking out right now tonight. Big fact is trending worldwide. How's that? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Big fact USA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. I think, and you know, I, I'm not, I'm not a, a vet by any stretch at all. You know, uh-huh. I'm only a year in, so right. I, I'm still, I'm still pretty green. Yeah. But for advice to people starting off, I, I do think New Day is one of the best examples of if you're going to get into tag team wrestling, look at them and don't, don't try to rush your character. Let it develop because yes. new day, the original idea for the gimmick was a bunch of preachers. Yeah. Now, what is it? They're throwing pancakes at people. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're just a bunch. Now they're goofballs having fun. And they've been one of the most over tag teams for the past three years. They have, they have. And, and they've been the longest reigning tag team too. If you look at that, they beat demolitions, demolitions record. And before before David asks the next question, I want to say, um, what what WWE WWF tag team has been your favorites? Oh, yeah, growing oh. up and current. If there was the closest thing, like we tried to say like build the base of our tag team off of because you know nowadays it's pretty hard to come up with something a hundred percent original because i I think almost everything's been done in this business Uh uh-huh you can always find new things to do but i'd say we look back and we, we we really look at edge and christian as a good influence i mean look at look what they did they they had the they had the goofiness Yes. And they had their serious moments, you know, started off with the brood, then they mm-hmm. split off, they did their thing, the the five second pose, right. all the other stuff, the kazoos. Yeah, <laughs> it really, it comes down to uh, Edge and Christian, they, they just kind of, they leaked charisma. 
and that's one thing if you you know you can come out uh when your music hits you can come out and if you're being a face you can run around and act like you know a really joyous guy but surprisingly one thing that i learned is your promos go a long way into telling the story of a match right and uh it's funny that you brought up new day because we were watching uh smackdown one time and i was like man like these guys come out the the led boards uh pop up with the rainbow they come out with pancakes and they throw pancakes at fans yes like these guys are getting paid to pretty much be themselves and act like goofballs and simultaneously we just kind of looked at each other and we're like man like we're goofballs so (laughs) at the same time we're like you know let's we we don't have to be this serious we're gonna beat everybody tag team Mm -hmm. we're gonna be this you know we're gonna be serious when we go down there but we're gonna have just a little bit of goofiness on the side and that's where eli really comes into play He's, (laughs) he's more the christian to my edge yes that's that's always good to have man that is definitely definitely always good to have all right guys mm-hmm. who would you like to who would you like to wrestle with and you haven't yet this this one's pretty easy it definitely indie card mafia we 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 see those two as a great tag team uh, fantastic wrestlers, 2018 PWI 500. They're yeah, Eric Eminon and Thomas Brewington uh, together. They're IndyCard Mafia, and they they really bring something to the table that uh, is not like they're they're not gonna do anything that makes you. They don't do all the flippy, you know, high spots, but they're. The one thing that they're really, really good at is telling a story, and right. that's really what it's about nowadays. And mm-hmm. if you have a strong story, you're gonna sell. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And another thing is they they've really helped us develop as a tag team along the way, giving us advice. You know, being there for us, almost taking us under their wing and being like, "Hey, do this and." Do that, and Eminon is also and a good plug for Eminon. Yeah. IndyCard Media. I I would say he is one of the best designers there is today. His his ring attire designs, his T-shirt designs, they are absolutely amazing. And if you are an indie wrestler looking for some looking for a design, go to Eric Eminon and tell him that Big Facts sent you. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice <laughs> now yeah if we could fantasize a little uh i would they're in tna now but if uh we could get a match with the rascals oh. at, at some point in our life that would that would be awesome we we actually we met trey miguel he was at now the northwest ohio wrestling training facility uh while we were there and he actually showed us quite a bit so Having a match against the Rascals would be really cool, too. Yeah. I would gladly take that uh, standing moonsault move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you, like, I, I think another thing that would really help with a Rascals versus Big Facts is the promos. You got Rascals Circle and then anything we would do. Because like, we, we would figure something ridiculous out to do. Mm-hmm. It'd be a lot of All fun. Right. And, uh, what upcoming events will we be able to check out Big Facts at? Um, right now it's uh, we have two. I know we got two big NOW events. We've got um, tomorrow at the Jump Boost Gaming Warehouse in Toledo, Ohio, taking on No Coast. The winners, the number one contenders for the NOW Tag Team Titles which that would be against Wet Dream, against Aaron Daniel Norman and Big Fish Rombowski. Um, we faced them once. We came close, but fell short. Uh, hoping we can win this match tomorrow and get, get some redemption and get, them, get that gold. Also, we got uh, 
is December 14th. The, we're hosting a Toys for Tots event for NOW. And Jason will be a part of a five-on-five elimination tag team match. Oh, yes. And that, that should be exciting. Yes. Yeah, we got, uh, <clears throat> on, on our team, I, I would be known as more the high-flying guy. And then across from me uh, is Jonte Keith. Who just likes to kill himself. Yeah, and he is uh, the owner of the uh, newly found Homicide Dive. (laughs) Because when he dives, you know, it's a close call. Uh, He does some things that uh, you sit there and think, why why would he do that to himself? So with with him on one side and me on the other, I think think we'll have uh, quite... Quite a, quite a bit of fun, to say the least, in that Survivor Series-style match. But uh, I believe January 19th would be the next uh, big show at uh, Northwest Ohio Wrestling. Uh, again, at the Jump Boost Gaming Warehouse. Uh, and if we beat No Coast uh, tomorrow, I believe that would be... Uh, Tag title match. The tag title match. So we just got to win tomorrow, and then uh, it's on to Wet Dream. Nice, nice. Yeah, we're we're not we're not overlooking No Coast though, because they do have plenty of experience. They got some talented guys. It's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome match. But in the end, Big Facts is gonna come out on top. <laughs> <laughs> I I'd love to I'd love to see that. I'd love to. See you guys live. Now, what what is there to come in 2019? Because 2018 is almost over. We have a few more weeks until 2018 is mm-hmm. over. What should we look for with big facts in 2019? Um, well, the plan is to go nationwide, and we've got a couple things set up for us to go. And uh, Brutal Bob Evans helped set us up some bookings across the country. Uh, in Portland, Rhode Island, Tennessee, Nevada, Nevada. Too bad. Did you hear about that one though? Yeah. They they moved the date. Yeah, he he helped us get set up in Vegas, but they ended up moving the date to a date we were already booked. So that one ended up having to be scrapped. Um, like Georgia one. There, there's Tennessee. Yeah, I said Tennessee. Oh. But yeah, we got all the um. A big shout out to uh. Our our pal Uncle Bob for those he he's an if again if you're an indie wrestler and you are looking to do a seminar I highly recommend his there's a lot you can learn from him and he is he is a great mind in the business and he's very well respected uh it is very it it is a great idea to get on his good side because it can help you get more bookings and further develop yourself as a wrestler here in the business yeah when we took a uh, uncle bob's seminar um you know when you hear uh the words tell a story you kind of think like uh almost gargano champa like okay uh you get people to come out and uh see what's happening and then bam something happens to where wow they got to come back the next show uh Brutal Bob actually showed us that if I'm wrestling, say I don't even know Eli, you know, he's he's from a different state and I'm from this state and we're at the same company and we get thrown into a match together, yeah. you can actually tell a story, but obviously it won't be deep like a betrayal. Right. Like if if I'm if I'm holding on to his head and I keep trying to work his head, um you can tell a story by just trying to get control of a headlock. Right. And that just comes with, you know, smart transitioning and uh, ring IQ and being able to walk as you go and talk as you go. Yes. And yes. yeah, he really, he really showed us you can tell a story by just trying to keep control in the match. So mm-hmm. he, he really opens your eyes to different perspectives of the business. That's that is awesome. That that's great, man. I and he's I definitely still in the like ring that. to this day. He's still wrestling. 
Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, that he's, is something right there. He's done work with Ring of Honor, a bunch of other yeah. people. Yeah. It, you, oh, yeah. It, it's worth it, 100%. Oh. Yeah. I, I would I would travel all over to do those seminars because just cause you could learn just so much more every time he does it. And I was we were we were blessed enough to have that with him. And then yeah. he ended up liking our work because he ended up watching our match and he had really he had really uh, <clears throat> said he enjoyed what he saw and he thinks that there's a lot more we can do. And I, uh, it's just, it, he's, he's a humble man and he's just an amazing, it's, he's one of the best guys to pick the brain. So. Yeah. He really, he, he just yeah. treats everybody like, family. and that, that's the way it should be. Uh, unfortunately not everybody's like that, but when it comes to brutal Bob, uncle Bob, uh, he, he really treats you like, uh, he's known you all his life. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty, it's, it's special. Where could everybody find you on social media? Uh, on on Twitter, uh, my at name is jpage underscore seventeen. Um, Facebook, you can type in Jason Page; it, it'd come up as my wrestling page. But personally, you know, I don't mind if people know me personally. Uh, just Eric Hotchkiss. Uh, as for Eli, you can yep. go play. for my Twitter. It is um, at Mark Williams Pro, and for Facebook, I have my Mark Williams page, and then there's my Eli Shelton page. You can add me on. I, I am m- more than welcome to have co- fun conversations, and we're working on uh, Big Facts merchandise coming here really soon. Oh yeah, and they'll, nice. they'll be all over Facebook, and that's oh yeah, that's a big fact. <laughs> that is a big fact. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for both you, Jason Page and Eli Sheldon, for taking yeah. time out and coming on here and chatting with uh, myself and uh, David Russell of Deathmatch Russell Podcast. And all I got to say is tomorrow, December 8th, I have to say good luck. Have fun. Yeah, good luck, guys. Yes. Thank you, man. Hey, yeah, we appreciate everything. Yep. Yep, definitely, definitely. Any guys, final words, guys, for us? Yeah, final any words. any final, any last words you want to say to your opponents tomorrow or anything? Just anything. Back. Any big facts you want to uh, throw you out know, there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> release a couple of uh, big facts off of this podcast here tonight. Uh, no coast. Um, I'm not sure what, you know, you would have that would be better at the moment than to listen to what Mark and I, Eli and I have to say. Uh, we look forward to sharing the ring with you tomorrow, but just know at the end of the day, when that ref counts to three, our hands will be raised high. We will go on to fight wet dream and we will take those NOW tag team titles. That's a big fact. That is a big, uh, big fact. As for you two nice gentlemen, we 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 really appreciate you guys having us on and mm-hmm. taking the time to talk to us, get to know us. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. Yeah, you, you know, you guys you guys can thank us, but the pleasure's all ours. Uh without you guys this isn't possible. So thank you guys. Yeah, uh, it, it was it was awesome to come on here. I'm super thankful for it. Uh I'll definitely be looking forward to coming back on sometime. Yeah. Uh, yes. Sure. Yes, definitely. We'll have to get you got both of you on, and we'll have to get uh, Damien on too. All three of you. Oh yeah, all three of us. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. that that'll be quite the experience. Yes, that definitely will be. <laughs> all right, y'all have a good night, and we'll keep in touch, and we'll talk again. Yeah, all right, you. see you later, man. All right, see you later. Right, bye bye. Be good, guys podcastcity.net and you can check out over on the sponsor tab these great sponsors and supporters of podcast city network city limits tap room in deland florida home of draft day and the official host of podcast city network one year anniversary be sure to head over to city limits tap room in deland florida for a wide selection of indoor and outdoor tv beer on tap food menu with grilled cheese is excellent Outdoor stage for events and much, much more over on City Limits Tap Room in Deland, Florida.
Atlantic Sound Records in Daytona Beach. If you're looking for that vinyl CD or cassette that may have gotten away, they may have it. Head over to Atlantic Sound Records over on Facebook and check out the latest post and much, much more from Atlantic Sound Records. If you're looking to book that destination to get away from it all, hit up Telltale Travel on the Podcast City Network sponsor section. Brittany Emler will hook you up on that travel, cruise, or anything that you're looking for. So be sure to hit up Telltale Travel. And of course, SportSanityCustoms.com. Head over there to get Hooked up with a Podcast City Network t-shirt by Sports Sanity Customs. And let them know that Podcast City Network sent you. And of course, Kentucky Zone Wrestling. Hit them up over on Facebook, Kentucky Zone Wrestling. And check out the latest promos cut by the talent, the amazing talent of Kentucky Zone Wrestling. And post by Mr. Hurricane JJ McGuire and much, much more on Kentucky Zone Wrestling on Facebook. And this is all brought to you by Podcast City Network, podcastcity.net, the official home of podcast on featured on the network. You can hit up more Podcast City Network on Facebook, Podcast City Network, and on Twitter at Podcast City Net. <laughs> So we are out of here. I want to thank our guest again, Jason Page and Eli Sheldon of Big Facts EHF Wrestling Tag Team. Everett Lee signing off. Be sure to check out more Everett Lee in the coming weeks. And we'll see you again next time for another Everett Lee show.